1: Welcome to the Everblack Podcast. On this episode, we chat to the one and only Max Cavalier, who will be heading down under this week with his brother Igor for the Beneath The Remains and Arise Australian tour. They'll be playing selections from two of their most loved albums, Beneath The Remains and Arise, and I just can't wait. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Uh, Max also spoke about early days of recording those albums, Um, his respect for zeal and Arda and and their originality, Uh, His relationship with his brother Igor and how uh, he doesn't take that for granted. His thoughts on Keith Flint from the prodigy as well. Um, Just heaps more. It was just a really, really great chat with Max. And uh, I just personally found some of the things he had to say to be really honest and heartfelt and uh, inspiring. And and maybe a side of Max that not everyone gets a chance to see. I thought it was um, just a really, really, really cool chat. Uh, the Beneath the Remains and Rise Tour kicks off on Sunday on March 17 at the Metropolis in Fremantle. Then it goes to Tuesday the 19th of March at the Govan Adelaide. Thursday the 21st of March at 170 Russell in Melbourne. Friday the 22nd of March at the Valley Driving in Brisbane. Saturday the 23rd of March at the Metro in Sydney and then wrapping up on Sunday the 24th of March at the basement in Canberra tickets are on sale now go to www.tickets.destroyalllines.com and get them now because it's just uh it's going to be one ripper of a tour. All right, before we go into my chat with Max, we have to mention that this episode is brought to you by Blacklight Art and Design, who are the go-to for all our screen printing needs. They've done all our shirts and hats for Ever Black Media, and I highly recommend checking these guys out. Big shout-out to Karen and Buzz. Love your work, guys. Go to www.blacklightad.com.au and order your uh, merch there. This show is also brought to you by our good friends at RW Promotion, who are the best in the biz when it comes to stickers, flyers, banners, badges, and all other promo you need for your band or business. Go to www.rwpromotion.com.au And uh, check those guys out. Also, I want to give a shout-out to uh, the guys at Lumberpunks Axe Throwing Club who now have two venues in Queensland, one in Miami on the Gold Coast and the other in West End in Brisbane. Lumberpunks is an axe-throwing club, which is uh, perfect for date nights. Solo adventures, uh, putting a club together—you can go down there with your mates and throw some axes and listen to some metal. Or if even if you don't listen to metal, you can you can put whatever you like on. It's a it's a free world, I guess. But um, metal is obviously recommended. All sessions are 1.5 hours in length and comprise of a safety induction, instruction on tactical tomahawks and hatchets, and then competitive play. Receive 10% off your session when quoting Ever Black in your booking notes. Terms and conditions apply. Big thanks to those guys for swinging that our way. No pun intended. Uh, go check out Lumberpunks. It's just a hell of a good time. All right, here is my chat with Max Cavaliera talking about the Beneath the Remains and Rise Tour. Enjoy. Hey Max, how are you, man? Good, how you doing? Excellent. Well, it's uh, definitely great to talk to you again. How's your day going? Awesome. Yeah, yeah, doing good. Just doing interviews
0: and uh, talking about the tour, man. Very excited for the tour, you know?
1: We are pumped, man. Because, of course, as mentioned, you're heading back down here for the Beneath the Remains and Rise tour, which takes us way back to two of your most loved classic albums. I mean, much like Return to Roots, that tour was amazing. How's it going? Back into rediscovering these ones for the tour with Eagle? Oh,
0: awesome, man! You know, like we we tried these things now for a couple of different times. Uh, you know, we did Return to Roots kind of worldwide, and we did I did nail bomb in America and Canada, <laughs> and we, we did Return to Believe the Remains and a last year in Russia and South America, and it was phenomenal. Just uh, especially South America, it was just insane, man! You know, like. Packed, sold out. Everybody singing every word, and it makes me also realize how important these records are for the fans, for me, you know, for my mm. life. They're big chapters of of my life and Igor's life. They cannot be ignored. So we are here to celebrate them and give make give justice to them. You know, play them live as good as they can be played. And this is your third year of are made, so it's another reason to to go out there and play. And we are very happy that Australia is on the is on the on the board again. We're coming back, and it's uh, it's going to be freaking awesome. We are super
1: excited. Beneath the remains. That was your first major label debut with Roadrunner Records back in the day, and for a bunch of young dudes from Brazil, that at that time must have been so damn exciting for you guys. What's your most fond memory of you know that time and recording that album?
0: Recording album. It was really kind of like. Uh, uh, exciting because we finally got a contract with Runner and we're finally making the record that we always wanted to make. I mean, as much as we love divisions and Schizophrenia, those records were not made in the the, the right way with producers like Scott Burns and studios like Morrisound, and you know, even though Beneath the Remains was done in Rio, it was done in a really good studio in Rio, recorded at night. But we were able to finally realize some of our dreams of making records, like making the record the way you, you, you're supposed to make those records, with people that understand what you're trying to do. And then you just work hard on your songs just so so they can become really good songs that people embrace. And But it was definitely a, a transition time in our life, kind of like dad i mean by the time our rise came out and we Mm. started touring the world and we never stopped and it was like it's like you turn uh, uh, a switch on and you never put it back on off you know until now (laughs) (laughs) it never stopped i just just, i'm just keep going i'm releasing like almost an album every two years and that's just like how i like my life to be man always busy you know, and that's one of the things. I don't even look back at my stuff that much. And I was forced to look back at Roots and Nail Bomb. And now Big Thrillings and Arise. And made me realize how good those records are. And I fell in love with them again. I fell in love with those records again. And I think the fans are fa- falling in love with them again. With us. And uh, it's really, really cool. It's a cool... It's a cool thing to to be able to do that at this this uh, stage of my career. We're going to the future with Soulfly and, and Killer BQ, but we don't forget where all this started. You know, records like Beneath the Remains are the reason why I'm here. You know.
1: Oh, absolutely. And I'm. I, I guess do you treat each album anniversary like it's like a one of your kids' birthdays? Do you grab it out on the turntable and sit down and crank it up and have a beer and sort of reflect on it? Is that is that a thing that you guys do?
0: Um, I've never really done that much. I mean, I just, I I, I had to go back to relearn the record, you know. Mm-hmm. So I had to relearn Be- *The Remains and relearn Arise, like learning all the riffs again. And uh, that was really cool. It was a lot of work because there's a lot of stuff from those albums and we wanted to make them good we we, i told igor i don't want to do nothing halfway you know i don't mm-hmm. want to do nothing that people are going to complain that we didn't play as good as, as, as they used to be you know we have under siege videos which is amazing for people to compare with so it has to be as good as that you know so we took it very seriously but from time to time i do that i'll grab an album that i release and i listen to it entirely and i'll be like Damn, this was good. This was a <laughs> I did that with First Soul Fly a couple years you know, like a couple of years ago. Um, I listened to Nail Bomb not too long ago, it was the same feeling. But like I say, I don't really go back to my stuff. I, I prefer to listen to other people's music. So I'm always listening to other metal, you know, like other mm. bands that I like, especially heavy stuff. I I'm, I'm a huge underground fan. Everything from King Parrot to gay creeper uh, I, I'm a fan of it, you know, so it's like uh, I'm just a metalhead. You know, before I'm a musician, I'm a metalhead, yeah. and I'm a huge metal fan, you know. <laughs> so uh, I, I, I'm, most of the time I'm listening to other people's music, not my own music.
1: Well, I did see a pic of you wearing a Zealand Artist shirt. I saw those guys last week, and they were just phenomenal.
0: Yeah, I like them a lot. You know, I discovered them last year. Friend of mine uh, worked for them. Send me the shirt, mm. and I like I like the logo. And uh, you know, it's, uh, I got to see them actually in last year at the uh, festival we played together. I think it was in Denmark, and they saw me wearing their shirt, and they were very happy. Mm. You know? <laughs> I think they were very surprised. <laughs> they were very surprised to see me there, and uh, I never got to talk to them. Unfortunately, I just I was just on the side of the stage, but definitely want to. You know, to me, I think the originality, what counts for bands like that, they're very original. So, you know, between them and Gojira and Bowser, those are kind of like the most original things I heard in the last couple of years. And uh, I really dig that.
1: Is Manuel from Zilanada someone that you might want to work with, like uh, getting on guesting? I think the two of you teaming up would just be phenomenal.
0: Yeah, sure. I mean, I love working with people, man. You know me. Uh, uh, the Collaboration yeah. is one of my favorite things. I've done so many. last record we had, you know, Randy from Lamb of God and Ross from Immolation. Um, for sure, you do a song with Emmanuel would be great. I love his voice. I love his vibe. The kind of bluesy uh, things and... Uh, we could probably do do a, a song about Robert Johnson selling his soul to the devil, yeah. you know, something like that, you yeah.
1: know. It
0: would be, yeah. be really cool. So for sure, yeah, I look forward to work with all, all different people, man. I love all the collaboration that we did and look forward to more in the future.
1: Well, I've counted roughly about 30 albums and EPs that you've released over the years, and that's not including guest spots that you've done. Has there been any talk of maybe putting together a big Cavalera box set that documents your whole career up until this point?
0: Not yet. You know, they're doing these special releases. There was one done by Warner, had all the the Max Cavalera years of Sepultura. Mm. And that was a big box set, it was beautiful, you know, I had one, I really, I really like what they did, and they are remastering and releasing Arise and Chaos with all different bonus tracks, a lot of very, very rare versions of the songs. Um, I kind of helped them out uh, through that too with the stuff I had, you know, with me, some demos and stuff. There is gonna be one, it's a compilation of instrumentals, all the Soulfly instrumentals. Wow. Cause I have 11 now and uh, you know, that's that's big enough for a, for a record. And a lot of people really like those mellow, chill, spiritual vibes that yeah. the instrumental has, you know? So we're gonna probably put one of those out, see what happens to them. Might even tour for that, you know, we don't, we don't know yet, but we might even do a tour for that, it would be really cool. Um, totally different vibe, you know, instrumental kind of tour. But yeah, I dig all that. I think that's all great. I still wanna do a documentary like uh like a video, like a you know, like a like a um a filming of my career. Yeah, like yeah. I did the book. I love my book. I think the book was really honest, really cool, really inspiring. A lot of people that read it they really liked it a lot of good stories on it, a lot of funny shit, a lot of sad shit, you know, it was full of emotion, and I think uh, a DVD-like story of my life, here in America, they do a couple of those, they did a Agnostic Front one I just watched the other day, it was amazing, and I would like to do one of those, so my life can be reserved and can be put on a video and people can watch it. even after i'm dead my kids can put it on and celebrate my life with that you know so i think we're going to work on that in the near future
1: that would be unreal that would be so good and i also saw uh you guys posted a tribute to uh the prodigies keith flint who just passed away and that's pretty sad you know
0: yeah that was really shocking you know uh, i never met i played with them in a couple festivals and I, i'm always been a big british fan mm. as everybody know uh we used to do um the intro of i'm the law um uh you know there was the guitar the, the, the guitar riff with with, uh, with the with the drums it was, it was killer it used to be, and, and i love you know most of the the older stuff i really really thought they were great really really innovative different kind of music you know it was really cool so it's really sad that that Keep fling past, you know. So definitely, another suicide. I don't understand those things, man. You yeah. know, it's crazy why do people go through that, take that, that that option in life. You know, I don't understand, but um, it is what it is, man. You know.
1: Yeah, I, I'm sure it gets pretty tough out there for a lot of guys on the road, and you you'd. See a lot of it first hand, you know, and the the pressure and dealing with those personal issues i mean hey, do you get guys coming to you for advice? you know the new kids out there touring that are having trouble adjusting? do they come to you advice for stuff like that, and how you've gotten through it all? Yeah, we talk to a lot of fans
0: all the time you know and try to you know a lot of them go through a lot of stuff and we relate with, so even like there's a lot of fans that have like diabetes, like my son has diabetes. Mm. And a lot of fans dealing struggling with, with with drugs and alcohol. You know, I I've been clean for ten years now, so I I try to help them as much as I can. Try to, to say that's not that's not the option. That's not the way to go. You know, it's like I, I chose life and music rather than alcohol and drugs. You know. Yeah. But not in a preaching way. I don't wanna I don't wanna Tom because I don't like preaching people. I don't like people that that wants them to do what they should do. You know. Like, I don't like the preaching mentality, so I'm very easy going, you know, but I try to tell them in my own way, if they have the chance to choose, to make a decision, uh, choose life, choose choose metal, you know, the way I did. It was the best decision I made, I'm still here. I should have been dead for all the shit I did, but you know, life had all the plans. And uh, so I'm just very blessed to be alive, to be healthy, and be able to do things like I do with Igor, like this uh, this return to beneath and, re- and arise is a, is a mm. blessing, man. Especially when you look at people like Dimebag and Vinny are not here with us anymore. Yeah, I don't take for granted one second of it, my relationship with Igor. It's serious. I really love the guy, love playing with him, and I try to enjoy every minute I have with him. I, I try to really make it count and make it. I think we have a special bond a really strong bond of, of brothers you know That uh, nobody can break that you know uh, it was tested during the sepultura years and after the sepultura it was real tested with fire we didn't speak for 10 years yeah but nothing could break them and you know we're still brothers and we're still strong no matter what
1: that's beautiful man and it and it shows dude it shows through the music and how strong it is and what you guys are good doing with cavalier conspiracy i mean it's just Awesome, man! It's a, you can feel it from a fan's perspective. You can see it and you can feel it, and it's energizing and it's and it's a beautiful thing, man. So, so what's next after the tour? You got a new Cavalier album, "Killer Be Killed." What's what's on the menu, brother?
0: Right now, touring. You know, we we are touring a lot this year. Um, I, I go to Australia. We've been even arrived, and then we do a bunch of festivals in Europe with Soulfly. Um, of course Soulfly is real hard right now with with Ritual. Mm. Ritual just came out and was great, hugely, hugely accepted by the, the fans and the, the had great reviews. And so I think the Ritual tour, we're trying to do a world tour. You know, we're gonna try to tour as much as we can. I, I like to do a, a Ritual world tour i like to go to South America. i like to go to Europe, um, Russia, hopefully Australia, too, if that's possible. Eventually, at some point, Killer BQ is on on the map, on the plans, too, for another record. Um, But we'll see how that goes, because that's a a whole other story.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Max, thank you so much again for uh, taking the time to hang out on the show. The tour kicks off on Sunday, the 17th of March, at the Metropolis in Fremantle. Tickets are on sale now. Max, enjoy your day, and uh, we'll see you uh, very soon, brother. All right. Nice talking to you, brother.
0: Planning on traveling this summer?